Here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is, God, it feels like Friday, but it's only Thursday. So, well, <laughs> anyways, Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. And I don't know if it's me or my headphones, or maybe it's because I'm sick. I can't really hear myself when I talk. Anybody else, uh, everybody else hear me okay? I can hear you yeah, just fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you feel that pressure in your ear and you got to pinch your nose and, and blow to, yeah. to try to get your ears unstopped up. Yeah, that could, that could very much be what it is. Exactly. Um, but yes, uh, I don't know. It's another, it's been another day at home. Um, speaking of being home, I actually got to, a chance to uh, do a few things and stuff like that. And to mm-hmm. toy with, uh, you know, I had uh, mentioned things that I wanted to get on board with our good friends over at D live and uh, continue to try to get people over there. Uh, that way they can experience the show uh, with video. And uh, for those of you that are on Podbean that normally come in every single night, I appreciate the hell out of you. But, you know, you're missing out a portion of our show uh, because we do like to put in video clips and stuff like that that you get to enjoy. Uh, if you're worried about missing out on the chat over on Podbean, you can still, uh, apparently uh, let us know yesterday, that you can still keep in touch and see what's going on in Podbean chat while having DLive up. And uh, that way you don't miss up, uh, miss on any videos that we might show you. Uh, so anyways, um, I, I do, I, uh, I know I was over, uh, uh with, uh, another show today. I, we actually got a couple new followers from uh, the new show. And, um, you know, one of the cool things is, is like now, anytime we either get a new follower, a new subscriber, uh, we get some lemons dropped, some some pretty cool shit will happen. Uh, so, not, not only now uh, do we get to reward you by giving you lemons over on D Live. Y'all really get it. I pull up in a lemon. Blocks get to spinning. Money 3D printing. Never had a lemon. Congratulations, Pertwee. There you go. So stuff like that's gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks for the lemons, there, Bert. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we have some. Uh, you know, I guess they're called gifts, and we have. Some- <laughs> oh yeah thanks for the ice cream drop there pert and uh yes so uh cool th- little things like that will be added to the stream and stuff like that um so uh, i don't know i kind of made y'all really get it oh yeah pull up in a thank you honey baby let's get to spinning you, n- you never know uh, I mean, the entire stream might be full of uh of lemons and, and ice creams we might not be able to put a word into the chat but um you have the D live, you get the little uh, fun little things. And uh, mm-hmm. if if there's if uh, on donations, uh, the the diamonds and above, you can also type in a message, kind of like a, a super chat. So the message will appear as w- in addition to uh, whatever jingle we have to that. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I want to kind of tag off. Oh, I'm going to regret this. Yeah, I might regret it, Pertwee Honey, uh, Pertwee's Honeybee. That I might. Uh, but we can always. Well, <laughs> And, and I think um, you'll probably have to disable it for Monday's show when we have the Friends from the Freethink Institute on, since that is a, a special show. And then we would also have to disable it, like in the event, say, if we were to get um, a guest or two on our wish list, like Tatiana Ibrahim and Miss Peggy and, and a couple other people of interest, or if we were able to get Anthony Carbonaro back. Yeah, if we get some serious uh, guests and stuff like that, we'll we'll go ahead and probably disable that. Um, we'll still have the functionality and, and all that, but uh, we probably won't make the audibles 
uh, that audible. So, mm-hmm. anywho, how's your day been, Pert? Are you there with us uh, live over on uh, on the line? We are here on the bean. Yes, oh, we are. Very nice. Very nice. Just a day of working and chilling. That's good. I um I, I I've been chilling. I haven't done the working part. Well, I guess I get you could say I worked a little bit on on our show. So that that's considered work. <coughs> anyway, sorry if you're having uh, sound issues there, Bert. Uh, the fine folks at Podbean, I'm sure, will get that under control for us. Oh, one of these and, days. Uh, yeah. Who do we, we have joining uh, with us uh, over uh, in the chat? I see we have BP. We have obviously Honeybee and Bert. We. Uh, Prescott Bob, welcome to the show. Lady Me, if you're still with us, you would probably enjoy the first segment I want to get into. Chris from the Forgotten Tunes. <laughs> and then the the guy formerly known as Mr. Rick. I like him. He, I, uh, he, he's J- uh, JP from Sir Nut Smoke, yes. And uh, the Wrap It Up podcast. I don't know. Wh- I'm curious. What are they wrapping up? But, you know. um, it's a new podcast here on Podbean, much like conservative politics, not conservative, conserb, like H-E-R-B. I'll, I'll type it in the D live chat. Okay. All right. Well, I want to start off. Uh, really oh, here we go. Wait a minute. Let's get to spinning. Money 3D printing. Never had a limit. So we started, uh, ended last night off with slang terms. You know, we, uh, we, we sort of mentioned uh, the word yeet. And I had no idea what the hell it means. And probably still don't. But anyways, uh, I pulled up the, what the top 10 Top 10 uh, slang terms are this year. And this is according to uh, OdinAnswers.com, whoever the hell Odin Answers is. But this is according to them. It has nothing to do with my thoughts or what I think about words. But I, I do want to share it, and uh, we'll go over it a little bit. So last year, the number one top word was yeet, which we still don't know what the hell that means. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we're going to definitely go over it. <coughs> So for 2021, the top word, slang word, is rota or vid. Uh, obviously, I think we all can guess and venture what the hell that means. If you got the rota or you got the, uh, the vid, uh, referring to COVID-19, for those of you uh, living with Joe Biden. Uh, number two is yeet, right? Uh, and so yeet is their definition. Uh, yeet uh, beat out lit in 2019 and would have remained in first place if we discounted the unique circumstances which brought Ronan Vid to the top this year. I'll share a definition for all top tens uh, below. However, start with the four brand terms. So where is it at? Yeet. There's number two. Where's number two? Yeet. Um... Anyways, we'll get to it eventually. Number three is sus. Uh, apparently, that's like short to, short for suspect, I guess. Uh, and uh, it, sus was is not a brand new word like one, but it was new to our top ten list. This is also one of the words that, while used and understood relatively widely, does seem to be a bit less popular in the Northeast for some reason. The word itself means suspect or suspicious, as in that sus or your sus. Why why can't people just say the fucking word? I mean, why not? Is, is you can't say and our kids that these days that fucking lazy can't uh, say the entire word. Uh, anyways, lit lit. Uh, I don't think is anything new. I think uh, you know, lit's kind of like if you're uh, high or you're drunk or whatever. Uh, simp. Uh, I have no. I have not heard of simp either. Uh, any guesses on simp? Anybody? Anyone? No. You can you can guess. Okay. I, I was I was thinking simp uh, would be simple as well. Um, 
I don't know. These people at, at Odin, Odin Answers need to get their shit together because they don't go over every single thing. Um, but I'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Poggers is uh, number six. Cap. Cap is uh, an interesting one. Bet, dope, and fire. But at the bottom of the end of the day, though, it's like, why do we need these new? I mean, half the time they're fucking stupid. And I just don't understand it. It's uh, dope, just say no, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just say no to dope. Anyways, uh, I want to go over uh, sus. Was, uh, we already talked about sus. The next uh, word is simp. Simp is someone who is subservient to someone else. So it's not simple. Most often a male who wants to impress a woman or women in general and therefore does anything for them, putting anything else second. While originally referred to referred only to males, we've also seen it being used across all genders lately, which you know, there are only two in, in as far as we know. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, that's kind of uh, weird. Uh, next one, poggers uh, or pog or pog champ. This is a fourth new word on this year's list, originated from online gaming. Usually slang terms from very specific cohorts like gamers don't make top 10 lists, but sometimes they get so popular that they jump beyond their original user group. That is the case with poggers, which perhaps helped by COVID-19 quarantines with more online gaming and communications via channels, including the Twitch video platform. The term comes from a game, initially became an emotive on the Twitch video platform and there turned into a meme. Uh, memes have been linked to slang development for several years and can help new terms more mainstay usage. Uh, still doesn't tell me what the fuck pog or poggers means. But anyway, <coughs> anyways, God, I think I'm going to die. Anyways, uh, lit, I don't think we need, everyone knows what lit is. I mean, if I know what lit is, I mean, you have to know what it is. I'm like the last person in last person in the nation to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, cap or capping is uh, no longer the funny insult that used to be uh, when you went to school, nor is the primary meaning shooting someone as in capping someone, putting a cap in someone. A cap is now used as a lie or saying something is false. I'm sorry, folks, but when I hear that, uh, hey, uh, we're going to go put a cap in someone, uh, someone's getting knocked off. I don't think uh, it has anything to do with lying. Uh, people need to understand what our meanings used to be and, uh, you know, come up with your own damn words. Anyways, but if you hear the word cap, you know, it's probably some young punk trying to uh, say that something's false. Um, you know, you could use that word uh, a lot with Joe Biden and company. Uh, bet. Just as cap, so does bet, often slang terms and reverse terms of the original meaning of the word. Um, bet has moved from a simple term indicating agreement, want to go to the movies, sure bet, to the complete opposite. A term con uh, uh, connotating doubt, sarcasm, and disagreement. In other words, a term that initially basically meant yes now means no. Oh, my God. I could imagine so many different terms I'd love to use that we can just switch the term, uh, the, the meaning of the term, no matter what. It would be, uh, it would be very fun. We'd probably get in a lot of trouble, though. Um, dope, is, uh, dope is still dope. Uh, so th that's, you know, keep your kids off dope or else they're going to look like Joe Biden when they grow up. Um, 
And then Fire, uh, making the top 10, Fire dropped a 10 this year. Fire is just like dope. It's something awesome, excellent, crazy. The bomb. Yo, those shoes are fire. What if they could? those shoes could be yeet, too? I don't know. Anyways, that's for all you uh, old fuckers like myself that don't understand uh, society these days on the young punks uh, cruising in and out of things. Wrap up, wrap it up. Podcast says um, he says fire at least ten times an episode. Okay, I don't know. I guess I just I guess I'm just too old school. I'm just too old. He's a oh that's because he's a firefighter person. <laughs> that could. Eric, our pert, do you guys use any of these 10 terms that I just uh, described? Not really. No. What about? Oh, no? I pull up in a I lemon. Hurts dropping lemons like he uses all 10 of them. Money <laughs> hey, we're probably going to give Boogie Bumper uh, a run for his money. Oh, yeah. I like Boogie. Boogie is uh, awesome. Blocks get to spinning. Money and, uh, 3D printing. Never had a lemon. I think we need to make a uh, phone call here shortly. Uh, <laughs> let me get the phone set uh-huh. up. Um, per, you never answered me. Do you? Uh, do you uh, use any of these uh, terminologies? Oh hell no! Not unless I'm complaining about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I don't either. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh, we're gonna try to get. Uh, <coughs> God, I think I'm gonna die. I think I've already said that. I'm going to try to see if we can get our friend Jeremy on the line. I uh, know he was trying to get in touch with us. Jeremy, are you there? Hello? Hello? Jeremy, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. He says he's connected. I don't hear him. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, Jeremy. Oh, I, they hear you. I don't hear you, though. How do oh, you not I hear me? Push this button. There we go. Now I hear you, Jeremy. How are you? Now you can hear me? I do. I needed to push a button. It's like some old Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Right, exactly. So I got hey. word earlier today, Jeremy, that you are going to go ahead and proceed with getting the COVID-19 vaccination. Is that true? Or I was going to. I was going to. But look, did, did you not hear about what happened? No, I haven't. I spoke with a government agency about having somebody on the show to talk about the vaccine. Like, I was thinking about getting it. And the reason I was thinking about getting it is not because, you know, oh, I'm scared of COVID or anything like that. The reason I was thinking about getting it was because there's some nurses that some of them I'm family with, you know, some of them that I've, I've been friends with ever since we were kids. And they told me, they said, you know, they were like, we believe, you know, they're just like me. They believe this crap was created in a lab too. They don't believe the official story. And they weren't, they I talked to four of them, and three of them said they weren't getting it. They were not going to get it. Well, they decided on getting it. So I started talking to them about why did they get it. Well, they were honest with me, and they said, Jimmy, let me tell you something. And I said, okay. They said, I wasn't going to get it until a girl who was our age. This is my cousin talking, by the way. She said it was a girl our age who had two young children. She didn't take it. And she got in the hospital. She was put on a vent and she died. And she's all right. And I was like, well, you know, that could happen. And she goes, yeah, but let me tell you this. And she was honest with me. She said, everybody that's in the hospital right now, I said, yeah. She said, none of them have the vaccine. So, like, none of them have taken it. 
He's like, everybody's in the hospital with COVID right now. None of them have taken the vaccine. See, we're hearing a lot. And, I'm hearing a lot of opposite, though. I'm hearing that a good percentage of the people that currently are contracting COVID that are in the hospital have already have already been vaccinated. Well, I'm just telling you what they told me, and I mean, I trust them. I believe them. I, they they've got no reason to lie to me. Right. Um. Well, the the pulmonologist wow. in the state of Alabama that they came out with that article from AL.com. He was my wife's grandmother's pulmonologist while she was in the hospital. And he was the same one who wrote the article and was interviewed for the article or whatever. And she said that the last thing that happens before she vents somebody is they're asking her and begging her, you know, please just give me the vaccine. And she says, I can, it's too late. And so after talking with them, they had taken it. They were fine. I've got friends that have taken it. They're all fine. My mom's taking it. She's fine. My grandmother's taking it. She was fine. Um, Which version, so I was like, You know what? COVID cases out here. I don't know about out there where you're at. I don't know where about where anybody else, anybody else is at. But COVID case, we're the lowest vaccinated state in the union. And... I had made, I, I, I'm, we're starting to see, we were having four cases a month, two months ago. Like, we were having nothing. Like, COVID was dead. And then all of a sudden, when we had our 4th of July get-togethers and all that, we're getting 45 cases a day. And that's not even, that's not even as bad as it was last year. I mean, it's, it's worse now than it was last year. So I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I should get vaccinated. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take it. All these people are taking it. Nothing happened. So I reached out to a government agent. And I'm not going to say which one because they still may come on the show. And I was going to have one of the top experts on COVID-19 come on the show. They were all excited for it because here I am. I'm a Republican. I'm a known conservative. And I'm going to have them on my show. We're going to openly talk about the vaccine. I'm going to ask serious questions. I'm going to ask questions that everybody's got on their mind. I told them I was going to have people. And James, I swear to God, anybody that doesn't believe me, you'll just have to not believe me. But I, me and God know the truth. And this is 100% true. Everything was going fine. And their media liaison sits there on the phone with me. And she was ecstatic through the roof. Thought this would be great. This would encourage people to get vaccinated. And I was like, I'm going to let people submit questions. I'll ask their, I'll pick some questions out of what people submit, and then I'll ask the questions. And then she point blank asked me, "You want to guess at what this woman asked me?" And it's a doozy. I'm did guessing. You, did she ask you if you've been vaccinated yet? No, no, she knew I had not been vaccinated yet. Oh, um, let me think of another question she would have asked. Hmm. I'm not going to spoil it. Perk, did you, you vote on a question that she might have asked him? Did Say that one more time. Perk. Vote for Biden. Was that the question? Oh, did you vote for Biden? Is that the question? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I think we this, give up. This woman asked me in the six, eight months from now, could I take this interview down? Why? 
And I said, why? And she said, because science changes. Oh, hell no. I don't think science ever changes. <laughs> so much for transparency. Um, well, you should have just uh, lied to her and say, oh, sure. No problem. <laughs> no, I told her I wasn't going to take it down. <laughs> Unbelievable. So they want you And to- then I was. Okay, go ahead. Ooh, I, I was. I was going to take the vaccine. Like I had made an appointment to take the vaccine tomorrow. But why take it tomorrow, Jeremy? If the science changes, that might change tomorrow. You're exactly right. <laughs> so I was like, I called, I canceled my appointment. I'm like, you know what? I'm not taking it. I was like, if they're going to ask me to take an interview down because science changes, what about six months from now? You know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's uh, That's kind of scary that she would want you to take something down in six months because uh, science might change. Mm-hmm. Maybe that just means they don't know, like I've been saying for the past year and a half or so, they just don't know what the hell to do. They're just as lost as we are, and they don't want to. Well, it was more scary. Like, her actual words were more scary than the question, you know, can you take this down six, eight months? Because I, I was paraphrasing there, but I'll give you her exact words. Her exact words was like, does this stay up on the internet? For, does this stay out there forever? Can this be taken down? Because, you know, eventually science may change and say that this is not a good. And then she goes, well, it's a good thing to get the vaccine. But she goes, you know, science changes. That was her exact word. And I'm not exaggerating. God knows I'm telling you the truth, man, because I had an appointment at one o'clock central time tomorrow to take the vaccine. And now I've called and canceled my appointment. Well, I I like what Pertwee said in chat. He says the, the information might change, but science does not change. Do you think there's any chance that she misspoke? No. No. Okay. She repeated herself twice. Hmm. Well, that's. I mean, uh, how do you how do you misspeak? Like, how how do you say, "Oh, I misspoke," when when you repeat yourself twice? Well, I'm, I'm thinking maybe give her the give her the opportunity to change her answer. I don't know. Ah. Uh, but that's but that's the you know one of the things I talked about on yesterday's episode as far as you know places that are trying to mandate uh, people get vaccinated and stuff like that. Uh, how 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 is it that you can mandate something where it has pro- been proven that people are having side effects, even dying in some cases uh, after receiving the vaccination? And there's insurance companies out there that are not even going to cover what illnesses you may be, uh, you know, getting from the vaccination because it's quote unquote, a clinical trial. And you've already signed your life away saying, you know, this is all experimental stuff. So, uh, it's on you. We're not paying a dime towards your medical expenses. Well, one reason I was thinking about getting it. Another reason I was thinking about getting it is because Biden said, and I believed him. I, I, I still believe him on this. I believe him 100% on this. Like, you know, I'll call Joe Biden a liar when he's a liar, and that's most of the time. But he said by the end of August, this is going to be FDA approved. Yeah. Well, when the FDA approves this at the end of August, they're going to raise the price through the roof. They're going to raise the price of this through the roof. It's going to cost your insurance $10,000 to take this shot. And then they're going to mandate it that everybody takes it. They're going to mandate it in school that anybody over the age of 12 take it. And then 
which I don't like them mandating it in the schools, but I mean, hey, man, you can't really stop them because, I mean, we've allowed them to mandate every other vaccine. But here's the problem in other vaccines. I cannot fathom and I cannot see how the FDA will approve these quote unquote vaccines as the way they are. You cannot mandate something and approve something that is knowingly killing people. So they're going to have to change what's in these vaccines. There's another vaccine that's supposed to be coming out, but then now the government's saying that they're not going to approve it, and they're they're saying that they're not they're going to hold off on approval to September, and they're saying that that is the most effective COVID vaccine. They're saying that that is a real vaccine. It's by the company Novavax. Okay. Um, they're saying that that is going to be the most effective COVID nineteen vaccine ever. They're saying that that is like if you look into Novavax, and I don't know why they just won't go ahead and approve it now. Because they have legitimately forced their, like, they have, like, done their research and stuff. They just did their trials not long ago. They took their time. I'm not scared of Novavax. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing that uh, people will raise question about, what about the people that, uh, from a health standpoint, they're, they're not eligible. They, they knowingly cannot take this vaccine because of their medical, current medical conditions. What do you do with those people? Uh, when you come out with a mandated vaccination, I mean, is it like, oh, sorry, you snooze, you lose, and uh, you know, you, you need to be going to this concentration camp uh, for the rest of your life, or what? What about the governor of Alabama? Did you hear what she said today? No, I have not. What did the uh, governor say? She has blamed the unvaccinated for all the rise in cases, the deaths, and everything. She said it's time to blame the unvaccinated. Ah. Do, do, do we put the uh, illegal immigrants that are coming into our nation into that category as well, or do they get a pass? Uh, they get a pass, apparently. Oh, okay. I just, just wanted to double check. And, uh, you know, I, and, and I have to say that uh, the people that are blaming the unvaccinated, uh, well, explain to me why so, if you're going to blame the unvaccinated portion of society, how the hell can you explain upwards of 60% of people in some hospitals that have contracted COVID? have already been vaccinated. But yet you want to criticize the people who haven't been vaccinated. I think this, the, the, just for the simple fact that you have people in hospitals contract, that have contracted COVID-19 after being vaccinated, uh, that's not helping your case to trying, to trying to get people in there to be vaccinated. Uh, to, to me, number one, what is the point of being vaccinated when I know uh, even after vaccination I could still catch COVID-19 uh, in addition to all the other harmful things that could happen to me that have happened to thousands of other Americans. To me, it's a, it's a, it's a no brainer. I I'll pass. I'll take my chances. I continue to say, and I urge those out there, you make the most qualified decision. You speak with your health fi- officials, you speak with your family members, you do what's best for you, but open your eyes to all the information that's available to you. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it's uh, I don't know. I it's a, a very serious thing that you need to take a look at. To be honest with you, what do you think about the border patrol earlier opening the opening the gate and the border wall to let African immigrants come across our southern border? Well, uh, for, with people with people, and actually, I was going to get to this a little bit later. With people that are okay with that, and I haven't read that story, but if this is true. Those same people should be okay with what happened on January 6th with Capitol Police basically telling people to come into the Capitol. 
I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah. Well, I've seen the pictures of them just opening the... Because, you know, Trump said he was going to have a big, beautiful gate right in the middle of it for all the people who are wanting to come into the country legally. He was like, well, I have a gate. They can open the gate and let the people in who want to come legally. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, don't I got know. a serious question, though, since you're not you're not going to be vaccinated. So let me ask you a serious question. Okay. And this goes for anybody, and then I'm going to hang up. But if Donald Trump was still president of the United States and he was still in office today, mm-hmm. would you feel better about getting vaccinated? Would you get vaccinated, or would you feel the same like you do right now? I would feel 100% the same as I do today. Uh, even knowing that Donald Trump might have been vaccinated, I could give two shits what he does. Uh, I try to make the decision based on what I've seen, what I've read, and that's how I come to my choice. Uh, it's not because of who's, in, who's quote unquote in power. I, I could give two shits about that, but uh, that's that's my. Uh, I would, you know, I, I'm in the same camp with you slightly because I would be all about. Um, um, get your mind, lady. Me, sorry, I'm um, because I'm all about you know taking the advice of a doctor or any licensed medical practitioner um, but but I guess if Lady Me w- wishes to speak I'll let you turn it over to her hold on let me get yeah, out Lady of Me did yeah. you uh, have something you'd like to say let what, me get out of the room what, what about so you hold on, hold on. go baby go yeah, sorry guys um you know I, I don't know I'm like stuck now too you guys I'm like with Jeremy like yeah, I've been against it this whole time, but now, like, things are getting crazy again. And don't you think, like, I mean, doctors go to school for a very, very long time. And I could, honestly say, I could honestly say 100% of our doctors out of my hospital are vaccinated. So don't you think they think about this shit, too? Like, don't you think they've thought about, hey, you know, is it a government thing? Hey, is it going to kill us? Why would they all take it if it was so dangerous for everybody? Well, that's a very good question. Yeah, no, I hear that. But uh, go over there. And at the same time, like these same doctors, I would love to get into their minds and and asking them their opinions on why are we seeing people that have been vaccinated coming in with COVID nineteen infections? Right, 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 right. No, Pert, I I see what you're saying. That yeah, even the people with the lowest grades still graduate as doctors. Yes, I understand that, but there's still some super, super smart doctors out there that are still taking this vaccine. So I'm not saying Dr. it's just John like DeVito's the, wife did too. She, yeah, she took it. Right. Go ahead. I've got a yeah. question for what you mean. Yeah. So from what I understand about the vaccine and from what somebody, like a doctor I talked to earlier, a doctor told uh-huh. me earlier, when you take the vaccine, it's kind of like being in a rainstorm. He was like, you got on a raincoat. He was like, if it's drizzling outside, you're fine. And he was like, you're not going to get wet. And he's like, you got on a, he's like, you've got an umbrella and got on a raincoat. He's like, you're probably not going to get wet if it's just drizzling outside. I said, yeah. And he goes, but if you go in a thunderstorm and you still got on that raincoat and that on umbrella, yeah, you've got protection where everybody else is just walking out in the rain, but you still probably might get wet. Right. Well, so so this is what I've heard a lot more lately, that the, the vaccine is not to prevent you from getting COVID, it's to pre- prevent the symptoms from killing you. Like I think someone said in the chat earlier. 
which that's what I see. That's what I'm seeing right now. Because, yes, you're seeing a lot of the breakthrough viruses, which is what Slightly is talking about. So, yeah, there are people coming in that are still that are coming in positive, even though they were vaccinated, fully vaccinated. I mean, you saw those all those those healthcare workers down in Vegas. They were all vaccinated 100 percent and they all got COVID. Did they die? No. Did they have symptoms? Yes. But not enough to get them hospitalized. But the percentage of people that are contracting COVID-19, the deaths associated with it, with, without the vaccine, are so, 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 so small. And then they're going to come and say, oh, well, this is a vaccine. If, it's, if, if, it's, it's, if, if their definition now is that this vaccine is so you don't die, it's not going to prevent you from catching it, then it's not even a vaccine. It's a shot. Right, 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 right. And, and so, it would like, be like the pneumonia vaccine, then, right? Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't prevent you from getting pneumonia; it just prevents you from pretty much dying from it. Which back yeah. in the days, a lot of people died of pneumonia. Right. And I remember my grandmother Pat when she was alive. She 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 also taught me a valuable lesson. Like when you get the flu shot every year, um, getting the flu shot doesn't mean you're not going to get the flu. It's supposed to lessen the severity of it. But and it's hard for doctors you know, to predict which strain of the flu is going to be the worst. But but since the COVID pandemic came along, it's like we're not hearing about the seasonal flu anymore. And and we're not hearing about other deadly diseases like your HIV AIDS and your cancer and, and other diseases that could potentially kill you. Right. Well, because the pandemic's taken over. Um, exactly. But you know what? So, so, so James, you know, I, I was, I was actually, you guys in the ER all, all afternoon with my son, my 16 year old son has COVID and he got really, really sick this morning. So I took, I had to pick him up and take him to the ER. But so one of my really closest friends who's one of the cardiologists. She came in and she talked to me and she's like, they're at the point right now. So we're going to start seeing a difference now. So she was one of the first people to get vaccinated back when we started in December, no, November, December. So she feels, she feels personally herself that they are going to start needing a booster real soon. Like their antibodies are going to start wearing off right about now. So there, there is going to, now, a booster or like I, I think I had in, in private conversations with you before, I, I had mentioned maybe they need to scale back and take another look at this and maybe come up with a, a totally new shot. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. She's talking about a booster because she knows, she says they have been following their antibodies and they could see them. I don't know how they test, but she says they could, they could see that they're de- declining in their, in their system. So. She knows for a fact that even though she was fully vaccinated in December, that it will not protect her in a couple of months. Well, I do have uh, an article that I was going to bring up later this evening on the show, and it is uh, from the Epic Times. It says vaccine antibodies may start to fall six weeks after the second shot. This is a study out of the UK. Uh, it says antibodies uh, generally uh, levels generated by two doses of Oxford, AstraZeneca, or Pfizer or BioNTech coronavirus vaccine may start to fall six weeks after the second jab, and for some could drop by up to fifty percent in less than three months. That's the, the research is suggesting. University College London's Viral Watch study analyzed blood from five hundred and fifty-two vaccinated people, mostly in their fifties and sixties. Antibody levels varied widely between patients, but a double dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech produced more antibodies against the virus than the Oxford jabs. For the Pfizer vaccine, antibody levels fell from an average of 7,506 units per milliliter 
at 21 to 41 days to 3,320 units per milliliter at 70 or more days. For the Oxford jab, they fell from 1,201 units per milliliter to 0 to 20 days uh, to 190 units at 70 or more days. Uh, the findings are published in the results in a research letter to The Lancet. The letter said it might be, quote, important if antibody levels in some groups drop below thresholds of protection earlier than on others, as higher antibody levels are, quote, possibly associated with greater protection against the vi uh, variants, but also said that T-cell responses can possibly, quote, compensate to some extent as antibody responses wane. So that might be something that you're referring to. Maybe that's uh, what they're talking about as far as right. some uh, booster sure. shots, as you're saying. Hey, Slightly, can you I, hear me? I do hear you now. I hear you now. Is Cummings still... Yes, Cummings is still on. Hey, hey, Jeremy, did you get tested again to see if you still have the antibodies? And also, can you say what vaccines or shots that your relatives have, have gotten, which brand it was? They've gotten, they've all gotten the Moderna and um, the antibodies. I was going to take an antibody test, but they told me I would just be wasting money because it's been so long since I've had it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. It says people with autoimmune conditions may receive COVID-19 vaccine. However, they should be aware that no data are currently available on the safety of the vaccines for people with autoimmune conditions. That's uh that was taken from uh, cdc.gov, apparently. So, it's just, it's so crazy. I, I don't know which way to go either. I'm telling you. I mean, everybody comes to me and says, are you sure you're not going to take it? Like, my whole family's vaccinated. Everybody, like, including, you know, my brothers, my sisters, my uh, my, my older kids, my oldest kids. I mean, but still, I, have, I haven't taken it because I don't, I don't know. I don't what? know. And then I find it. Why, why, uh, you know, for so our audience has a good idea of, you know, what's going through your mind. Why haven't you taken the, the vaccination? I am just worried about long term effects. What's going to happen? We, we don't know. They're talking about seeing, seeing um, side effects or, or long term effects in a couple of years. We're not seeing them right now. We're not seeing them within the, you know, the couple of months. We're going to see these in like years. You know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen in five years when everybody comes down with some kind of funky disease because of that down virus, the vaccine they took? Right. And you I know? think the same thing could be said, though, on the other side of things, too, right? Uh, if, if you contract COVID-19, what are the long-term symptoms going to be? Because there's a lot of research being trying to be done saying that, you know, a lot of illnesses could uh, be long-term. But at the same time, what are the long-term effects of taking a shot or a vaccine? Right. Well, one of the long-term right. effects yeah. I saw somewhere in an article had mentioned early onset of Alzheimer's disease. Oh, wow. That's... What the fuck? Hi. And yeah, I, really think, I really think, it, it, you know what, I don't think it's the same, you know, prescription for everybody, what, whatever the effects are going to be. I think everybody, because inside our bodies, the makeup is totally different from one person to the next. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's not well, going to be one thing that everybody gets. No, and look at COVID, the way it reacts differently with everybody, too. You know, look yes, at my situation exactly. compared to, to honeybees right. compared to Jeremy's. Everybody's Her, different. Look at my kids. So, so when we all got it in my household in October, my one son, my, 16 -year -old, my youngest 16-year-old didn't get it. He was the only one that didn't get it. So now in my ex-husband's household where they all got it this week, that one son that got it here has not got it over there. 
I mean, every he was. Ne- it, it's just so weird how it's affecting everybody in different ways. It's so weird. It um, is. I've been up right in people's face that have had COVID and talked to them, just being honest, and like out in public, and like they were showing mild symptoms, but they just thought they had the common cold and stuff. Right. And I've been right up in their face talking to them, you know, whatever. And I've never gotten sick since I've had it the second time. Well, it's just like, like me. I've, just like me right now. I mean, for the last two weeks, I've had, uh, you know, a sore, you know, the side. My lymph nodes are uh, a little swollen and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, otherwise, I feel all right. My energy is a little bit down. But, you know, I'm, I, I don't who knows? I could have it for all I know. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm not dying. Or like Big Sexy might have got it before your Vegas trip, too. But, oh but, but, but like I said, if, if he got it, we don't know how he got it. Um, but then, like, personally, like, like the housemate that, that I, that, like, in the room next door to me, Paul, you know, he works in, like, a, a nursing home assisted living center setting and and he and he got the vaccine but it from what i've observed um he hasn't experienced any negative side effects and my aunt Teresa, she um had the covid and she beat it then our trivia he had some underlying health problems like diabetes and and degenerative like this disease because he was overweight and um but but he was on ventilator when he was hospitalized, and ultimately it was the pneumonia that killed him. Oh, God darn it. Yeah, still, I'm in my back now. Yeah, you're back now, I think. So, yeah, um, well, people different. I'm, I'm not using a Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, but, but like I said, with Keith, he had underlying medical conditions, and pneumonia was, was the complication that ultimately killed him because he was on the ventilator. And um, my brother and sister-in-law and, their old, and his oldest daughter, you know, who turns i think they're 14 this year um got got vaccinated but so far i haven't seen them develop any negative side effects but but i'm still in that camp that i'm not totally convinced on on getting the shot now lady me one real quick question before we uh, take a uh, quick time out do you think that uh the fda as is will approve these vaccines as currently in their current form with people having side effects and possibly dying Nope, never. Mm-mm. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. All right. Well, we'll uh, keep an eye on it and see what happens. And uh, our thoughts and prayers out to uh, your son. I hope uh, he gets a speedy recovery and uh, same here. It's uh, healthy. Thank you, so. guys. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the slightly serious show. On a Thursday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. Um, Big Sexy uh, handed me the phone. He uh, saw a thing uh, on Instagram. It looks like it uh, came off of the Washington Post. It reads in part, mask mandates violate religious liberty by hiding faces made in God's image. That's what uh, a Catholic school is currently saying. So Interesting. Very interesting. Anywho, um, gosh, I, we've talked so much about COVID. I feel like I'm starting to get COVID. Um, other, uh, other things uh, going on in the world. Um, the first thing I have for you guys is going to be from the Epoch Times, uh, Pennsylvanians rally to end critical race theory. 
the article uh, says on July 14th, about 100 people gather on Capitol building steps in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, calling for an end to critical race theory in schools. The rally was organized by Louis Kanashiki and the group Stop Common Core, CRT, and Active Action Civics in Pennsylvania. Uh, the rally took place two hours before the uh, Pennsylvania Board of Election Education meeting was set to begin. The director of education reform at FreedomWorks, uh, Laura Zorick, said at the rally that the event organizer was trying to organize the rally at 11 a.m. so they, that attendees could go over to the Board of Education and express their concerns over critical race theory. Quote, they chose to meet in Zoom right after we announced this rally. We see that the Board of Education does not want to listen to us. Uh, Zork flew in from Florida to join the rally, saying, quote, because this is not just about Pennsylvania, this is about the foundation of America, and we must preserve it so that we can hand it over to our children. Pennsylvania Education uh, Department of Education told the uh, Epic Times by email, quote, since 2020, due to COVID-19, the state board meetings have been virtual. Public comment has always been, has always and will continue to remain open during the state board meetings. Uh, Jonathan Butcher, a Will, Skill, uh, a Will Skillman fellow in education at the Heritage Foundation, said that parents around the country are rejecting critical race theory at rallies in places like Virginia, Texas, Delaware. Uh, Butcher, who flew in from South Carolina to speak at the rally, said, there, quote, there is too much going on in schools right now that is promoting racial discrimination. Call it critical race theory. Call it woke agenda. Call it the new left. But the idea that we should treat People differently based on the color of their skin is an idea that should be in the dustbin of history. He gave an example of one of their grievances, quote, California's new math curriculum called Equitable Math Talks About White Supremacy some 54 times in one of their manuals. The term, quote, critical race theory is used in some public schools in the United States, such as Portland Public Schools in Oregon, the Hayward School District in California, and the Loudoun County Public School in Virginia. Furthermore, the National Educational Association, uh, the largest teacher union in the United States, resolved an, at an annual meeting that they would make sure critical race theory remains in the school curriculum. So uh, you continue to see uh, people all across this, all across the nation try to. They're speeding up my commentary. Unbelievable! I'm gonna have to slow it down. We know. I know Podbean is, uh, they're part of the woke agenda, I think. I don't know. But anyways, this comes on the heels of, uh, wasn't, uh, I think, if I can bring that story in. Uh, The other story that uh, Fox News had uh, went over uh, earlier this afternoon, uh, basically the Headline reads, Democracy Dies in Darkness, question mark. Washington Post, the New York Times, ignore Biden administration admitting crucial error. Uh, The Biden administration admitted it made an error on Wednesday when its guidance for school reopening promoted a radical activist group's handbook that advocates for educators to, quote, disrupt whiteness and other forms of oppression. But anyone who relies on the Washington Post whose mantra is democracy dies in darkness or the New York Times is all the news that's fit to, the, to print, Bernouge wouldn't have any idea. Both liberal papers ignored the bombshell story that resulted in the Biden administration admitting the gaffe. Fox News first published the story highlighting the uh, abolitionist uh, teaching network's inclusion in a Department of Education handbook intended to help public schools reopen after the COVID-19 pandemic and spend uh, funding received through the American Rescue Plan. The article also cr- showcased radical, radical rhetoric the network and its board members pushed that 
fall in line with critical race theory teachings. Hours later, the Biden administration said that it was an error to promote a radical group. Quote, the department does not endorse the recommendations of this group, nor do they reflect our policy positions. It was an error in a lengthy document to include this citation, a spokesperson said. The Post and Times didn't cover the Department of Education's admission of error either. The uh, Washington Post and New York Slimes, excuse me, Times, did not immediately respond to comment to the Fox News folks. Is it me or uh, you guys, or is it that there's a lot of, you know, quote-unquote errors happening lately? (laughs) Um, I think we're looking at what could be a pseudo-event, like, Place and, and a lot of your media um, organizations of record are clearly in on this. Well, I, I, I tend to think that maybe it's not an error. It's just an error because someone caught on to it. And then, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they found out uh, it's an error. Are you surprised by this, Bert? Uh, a lot of errors going on. Tron, can't welcome to the show, buddy. No, I, you know. I, I don't necessarily think it's errors. I think it's getting caught in what they've said that was wrong. Blocks get to spinning. Money I'm spinning. giving you some lemons. Oh, yeah. Until. Get to spinning. Money 3D printing. I had to do it. Get to spinning. God, anytime Money that thing, 3D printing. Anytime that's playing, I feel like I'm, like, in the hood. Get to spinning. Once the jingle is stopped, I will get back to being a little bit more serious. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why no, we're only going to be slightly serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, you might want to make that a little short. And, um, <laughs> well, it's because uh, Eric drops so many lemons, so it just keeps going. Six of them. We would certainly like to acknowledge Arch Kennedy and Dave Largo for tuning in to tonight's show. Um, we, we certainly appreciate them, and we're definitely looking forward to Monday. That we are. Thanks for joining us tonight as uh, we go through. I mean, we spent the first half hour uh, talking about COVID-19, and uh, and we're finally on to some other stories. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know. Uh, Pert, the errors, I mean, I, I, in your opinion, are they errors because they're getting, uh, you know, people are uh, I, catching at what's going on and say, oh, oh, yep, that was an error. No, I kind of think they're errors because they got caught, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if, nobody had, if nobody had raised a point about it, uh, it would have been like, you know, business mm-hmm. as usual, right? Well, you know, slightly, you, you youngsters don't remember when news was actually news and they verified facts and they did research. They didn't get something and then go to news with it within 30 seconds. They got it. They reviewed it. They researched it, verified. Then it went to news or, as we used to say, went to print. There's this paper thing. It had words on it you read. But I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> but but seriously, back then, it wasn't this beauty parlor news mentality that seems to have overtaken the world with all this social media crap. And I think that's one thing that just makes me even despise social media more is how screwed up it has made society through all of this crap. Well, you know, you know, this, this earlier this week, how Biden had made a comment uh, referring to how, you know, maybe not Facebook themselves for killing people, but the people putting uh, crap on Facebook are killing people for yeah. all the misinformation. Uh, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, social media in itself and technology in itself. I mean, yeah, there's some great advances that are helpful to society, yep. but are they outweighed by the negativeness of 
social media and uh, technology? I, mean, I still stand cool. by my stance of social media is good for the triple D drama, triple divorce, D. and death. Oh, very well put. I like that. <laughs> Blockchain, welcome to the show, my friend. It's good to hear from you. Um, please speak with the people over at. Uh, oh, my God. What the hell is that? <laughs> Podbean. Please speak. Podbean is affecting our show, I think. I don't know. Weird shit's going on. Uh, anyways, uh, blockchain, make sure you talk to the people over at Doge because it's getting crazy. I'm like having heart palpitations. I mean, it's dropping to like 16 cents. Now it's up to 20 and like, come on. Anyways, uh, next story of the night. Um, you know, we spoke about the shoplifting going on in California. It's like you can uh, just, you know, walk into any random store these days and just, um, you know, fill up your bag and just walk out. You don't even need to try to uh, run anymore. But uh, not at this one California business in Los Angeles. A woman throws a fit after allegedly shopping, uh, excuse me, shoplifting. <laughs> Some of them people call it shopping now. Uh, at black-owned businesses. Uh, at, uh, a woman in San Francisco was uh, seen throwing a fit on a store's parking lot after a witness says that she was caught shoplifting in a black-owned business. Quote, it's just disappointing because these are all up-and-coming new businesses and re- they can't really afford to have items stolen. I mean, four or five items can change the trajectory of their business. It's just unfortunate. That's what uh, Richard Bougier, a popular San Francisco rapper who owns a pop-up shop with his wife, Danielle Banks, said of the woman accused of stealing from his store. Employees say that the woman put several items, including a bathing suit in her bag while shopping at the store. Uh, She was confronted uh, over the theft. The video shows the woman yelling at someone who appears to be a security official on a parking lot and flashing the middle finger to the person filming the scene. The pop-up shop got the items back and shared the incident to illustrate how shopping shoplifting in the city hurts businesses and is spreading. Quote, when you're, talk, when you're taking from somebody, you're really taking from what they've been trying to build. They're trying to invest in their kids. Some of the brands are mother and child owned, Daniel Banks said. And, uh, you know, I'm all about, uh, you know, what these people have to say. I don't know why, you know, the first thing is uh, I have a question about is why does the why does the headline have to say shoplifting at black owned businesses? Uh, Shoplifting at any fucking business is wrong, people. People, you know, no matter what color skin they are, no matter if they're mom, pop, grandmother, grandfather, it's wrong. But now it's hate crime shoplifting. It's hate. Oh my God! Don't say that. Is that later <laughs> in on that uh, on this article that I did not read fully yet? I don't think. It's. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Per <laughs> we? Shame on you! <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, um, I'm I'm happy that the uh, store owner got their goods back, and uh, you know, especially you know, uh, large chains like Walgreens, Walmart, and stuff like that. I mean, even Walgreens though. I mean, they're they're big time. They they can afford four or five items to be stolen. Not that they should have to incur that expense, but um, yeah, yeah, stealing is bad no matter what. But if you're going to steal from small owned businesses, you got you got something coming to you. I mean, if I have never mind, I won't even get into it. But yes, um, I'm glad that they got their stuff back. Um, it would be nice if Fox News and everybody else. I mean, obviously, they have to throw in uh, the, sh- the shoplifting occurred at black-owned businesses. So that way, they can catch uh, you know people. Uh, oh my God, we got to read this. Um, I think it's really sad that they feel they need to do that because no matter what, 
any business owned by people uh, shouldn't be taken advantage of. Well, it doesn't only affect the business owner. In some cases, it could affect the employees who are paid on uh, paid you know bonuses based on profit margins or you know profit uh, statements at the quarter. So, well, not I mean, only that, not only it. that. Per- one one other thing you forgot though to add there is that it's going to affect the every average everyday average consumer because um, if I'm yeah. losing my ass from people stealing from me, uh, the people that want to buy the product they're going to have to pay a little bit more to make up for the people that steal the shit. So that's another thing too. Yeah, no, absolutely right. Blockchain, Blockchain says, uh, "Did you guys see Boris Johnson's plan for vaccination passport in England?" I've been reading about that. I'm not. Yeah, I. I <laughs> We aren't talking about that tonight, but uh, we will be talking about it soon. Uh, I feel very bad for the people that are over in England about that. But um, yesterday, President Tr- uh, not 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 President Trump, President Biden held a uh, town hall, and uh, I don't know. Did, did anybody get a chance to uh, listen to uh, our wonderful leader? If I'm not, it's okay. I, I have things uh, ready and set up for you to to listen to. Um. The first clip that we're going to share with you is um, he, he was on the stage with Don Lemon. And uh, you, you guys all know how I feel about Don Lemon. Um, he's <laughs> anyways. Um, I'll just let you listen to the first uh, couple of clips. Uh, basically, the first question. The one thing that President Biden points out that this is only what we're experiencing right now, folks, is only a pandemic for the people that have not been vaccinated. And uh, I want to make sure I have uh, the audio ready to go for this. And and let's give it a shot. For those who haven't gotten the vaccination, it's that basic, that simple. 10,000 people have recently died. 9,950 of them or thereabouts are people who hadn't been vaccinated. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit and you're not going to die. So it's. Hold on. Did he just say if you're vaccinated, you're not going to die? I think I did. Did anybody else catch that? I heard the same thing, too. Yeah. I heard let's, it. Let's make sure. Is that basic? That simple. 10,000 people have recently died. 9,950 of them or thereabouts are people who hadn't been vaccinated. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit and you're not going to die. Hmm. I think I beg to differ there, Joe Biden. Uh, I think there are people that have been vaccinated and have died. So what about all the misinformation that President Biden is worried about being put up on Facebook? Apparently, it's okay to be put on CNN's uh, presidential town hall, right? That's okay. After all, CNN is fake news. Anyways. As far as my and Olivia calls that place, it, that, that it's a communist network because they are no longer the most trusted name in news like they used to be. But you know what? Fox News um, isn't exactly fair and balanced either. So... Um, well, who do we turn to for, for real honest news? It looks like we're the ones doing the real honest news. Yeah, 100% right. Thanks for the lemon drop over on DLive there, Pert. Uh, the next thing uh, I, I quote I got from him, this is only about nine seconds. Here's uh, listen to this. I, 
we, we don't talk enough to you about this, I don't think. One last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the, vi the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. I want to stay on this. Shots not, that people are getting now. You're not going to get COVID if you get the vaccinations, according to Joe. Let's hear that again. Cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Huh. Uh, point number two, Joe. Lie number two. Misinformation number two. Uh, last I checked, there's plenty of articles from hospitals that document, like show, physically show, Joe, that, that people have been vaccinated and have contracted COVID-19. What about all the misinformation, Joe? Isn't misinformation what's leading the cause of people's deaths? And what are you doing here on CNN? You're spreading misinformation, Joe. Let's be honest with the American people. Let's see. The first one, the pandemic is only for those that are not, have not been vaccinated. People, these are your words, Joe. People who are vaccinated are not going to die. Okay. That's number one that you uh, were given misinformation to the American people because people have died after the vaccination. Number two, Joe. And let's keep in mind, this is only to protect the American people. We don't want people to have misinformation, Joe. We want people to have the facts. Because according to you, misinformation is killing people, kind of like what your words are doing. Number two, you're not going to get COVID if you get these vaccinations. Wow. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm a little bit speechless, uh, you know, for a president who doesn't like misinformation. He's sure spreading it like wildfires, you know, the kind of like the wildfires come happening out here on the West Coast. It's yeah. unbelievable the hypocrisy that this administration has, especially Mr. Joe Biden. Anyways. Well, and I think the last time I also checked um, our current president, Joe Biden, you know, he isn't a doctor of medicine by trade, um, but unless, but and I understand, it's my understanding that his wife, doc, you know, Jill Biden, the first lady, is a doctor. But is she a doctor of medicine, or, or, or which doctors are they talking to that's giving them bad advice? I have no idea who's writing uh, these talking points to Joe, but exactly. on, a, on you know, within two days of him coming out and calling out people for quote-unquote, killing people because of misinformation. He has the balls to walk out on stage with Don Lemon and make these two huge statements. Uh, people tend to try to believe what the President of the United States has to say, more so than some scumbag over on social media. Anyways, here's the next one. I, I love this. Uh, it's just a little funny thing. I, he, he likes to say he's not trying to be a, he's not a wise guy. A wise guy now. I'm not a wise guy. You know. <laughs> but anyways, later on, this is the last clip I have for you. And uh, this happened. Uh, he kind of answers, how do we get people to stop mistrusting the system? That's what Don Lemon asked him. And there's also mistrust in the system. How do you fix that? Well, I think you're gonna th it's going to seem like a non-answer to start with. 
One of the things I said when I ran for office, not Democrat, Republican again, is we've got to restore faith in government. You've got to get people to the point where they trust government. And I made a commitment that when I made a mistake, I'd tell I, I, I had to stop it. He, he wants people to, to trust the government again. You know, the same government that's telling you how the vaccinated aren't going to contract COVID-19 and they're not going to die. The same government that's telling you that if you get the vaccinations, you're not going to get catch COVID. Okay. Go on, Joe. Hell yeah. I've made mistakes. And when I think I got it right, I'll say it. But I'll take responsibility for what I do and say. Part of it is just generally. No, I don't mean that. Part of it is generally raising confidence in elected officials. Raising confidence. And I know this is going to sound like a non-answer to you, but part of this is that, you know, uh, you, you know, you know, because you're one of the most informed journalists in the country. Get ready there. Um, uh, you know, um, the criticism I got, I said, I want to unite the country. I said, you can't unite the country. Well, if we can't unite the country, we can never get some of these problems solved. And that goes to trust. Why can't you unite the country? Why isn't there a willingness to trust? Government trust is really at a, at a, at a was it an incredibly low ebb? It's coming up some. So with regard to your family in, in particular, part of it is not just that they see you on television and trust you. The people who seem to have the most impact are, the, are, are you know, that for that 17-year-old kid, the no, kitty he or no, she no. plays ball with. Mm -hmm. you, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad. Or, 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 or the neighbor, or, or when you or, 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 go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were... There's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know. Holy crap. Now we're going from COVID to the man on the moon, Joe? I no, think so. Unbelievable. Or, you know... Whether those aliens are here or not, come on. Who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? They go to people they respect. And they say, what do you think? And so they should be asking other people, the people there for everything from their teachers to their ministers to the, their priests to people that, that, that they trust. Well, part of it is, it, don't you? <sighs> I've had enough of him. We're going to take a short break. You can digest what the hell just happened there. Uh, you're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Uh, looks like uh, Adventure... Adventure... Sharp. Fanatic is uh, calling, uh, is going to be calling. And I don't see anybody trying to call in. Uh, as soon as I do, I'll uh, go ahead and uh, receive the phone call. Uh, you know, hang up and try again, Char, or unless you want slightly to click on your icon and give you the invite to call in. Um, in case friends haven't already done so, we encourage people to sign up for DLive today. Um, you can find us at DLive.tv underscore slight, excuse me, slash under slightly underscore series, serious. Tongue tied. Yeah, it's uh, dlive.tv forward slash slightly and then underscore serious. And uh, you can uh, yes. head over there, subscribe, follow, all those good things. Throw a lemon or two. 
get me in the in the put me back in the hood back in the day. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rocket see. to the moon challenge is still ongoing. Yes, rocket from the moon is an ongoing thing here. Uh, last, uh, I don't know, probably the last. Uh, I have a lot of stories tonight, but we're not going to get uh, cover all of them. Uh, the last story I have for you is uh, something from you know another fabulous person over at CNN, uh, Anderson Pooper Scooper. Uh, is uh, basically uh, Anderson Cooper is shocked by new Trump recording blaming Capitol Police for January 6th. So uh, there's a couple of reporters that did an interview with President Trump back, I believe it was back in March. Uh, Carol Leong, Leoning and Phil Rucker. Uh, they're they're uh, coming out with a book called I Alone Can Fix It. And uh, it, uh, it's going to end, the book is going to end with a conversation with Donald Trump where he rattles off a random slate of quote-unquote conspiracy theories from attacking 86 judges who wouldn't rule in his favor to the Supreme Court. That's obviously, uh, you know, the allegations from the people writing this article. And I want to get it. I thought I have it. I have it all set up. Okay. And so I'm going to play you a clip here, uh, basically, of the conversation that these two had with President Trump. And then very, very shortly after, you're going to hear Mr. Pooper Scooper, Anderson Cooper himself. Um, it'll be interesting. We'll talk about it right after we uh, listen to the recording. We do when you said go up there and stop this. Well, thing. I heard that people wanted to go down to, you know, that wasn't my rally per se. That was, <laughs> there were a lot of people that spoke. They had rallies the night before. They had speakers all over the city. You had... Hundreds of thousands of people. I would venture to say, I think it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. It went from that point, which is almost at the White House, to beyond the Washington Monument. It was and and wide. And um, but if you could have waited, and it, and it was a loving crowd too. By the way, there was a lot of love. I've heard that from everybody. Many many people have told me that was a loving crowd. And. Uh, you know, it was it was too bad. It was too bad that that got uh, you know that they did. That. There were just some from my state. But my Mr. State. Pre- Mr. President, I apologize. What we're trying to understand is not not blame, not not castigate. No, we want to understand what did you want when you said go up there. What would you have dreamed? No, I would have said that, it, that you will show not to go in. Although they were ushered in by the police. I mean, in all fairness. The Capitol Police were ushering people in. The Capitol Police were very friendly. You know, they were hugging the kids. You don't see that. But in there's plenty places. of tape on that, too. In you some. know, because they, the Capitol Police were, that's the way it is. Um, but I wanted, I mean, personally, what I wanted is what they wanted. They showed up um, just to show support. Because I happen to believe the election was rigged at a level like nothing has ever been rigged before. Uh, there's tremendous proof. There's tremendous proof. Statistically, it wasn't even possible that he won. I mean, things such as if you win Florida and Ohio and Iowa, there's never been a loss. There was a and loss. did you need better lawyers? Because they, they took it to court, but they didn't no, give I needed better judges. To judges. I needed better judges. Uh, the Supreme Court was afraid to take it. Don't forget, if, if you take all of the everything out, take all of the dead people that voted, 
And there were thousands of them, by the way. We have lists of, you know, obituaries that said, if you take the illegal immigrants that voted, if you take this, if the Indians that got paid to vote in different places, you know, we had Indians getting paid to vote. Many, many different things. All election changing, not just, you know, 12 people. I mean, all, because they were all very close. You know, the five, it's only in five places. Uh, if you take that, forget all of that. It's massive numbers, but forget all of that. If you take all of that, just look at one thing. The legislatures of the states did not approve all of the things that were done for those elections. And under the Constitution of the United States, they have to do that. And the Supreme Court, they didn't find fact. Don't forget, they didn't say, well, we disagree. They said, we're not going to hear the case. Uh, I'm very disappointed in the Supreme Court. What do you think they were afraid of? Uh, they, I guess they thought that it would be violent, maybe. And it was violent the other way, perhaps. I don't know. But I guess they thought that it would be violent. But the Supreme Court of the United States in the Constitution says you can't you can't have local politicians setting the rules. And they, they set the rules. Early voting, just voting, ballots, many, many different things. And these were Democrats going to Republican, with the exception of Nevada, which was a Democrat legislature. And by the way, they didn't even, they did for the most part approve, but they had things that they didn't approve. But the other ones had very little done, almost nothing. So they were setting illegally all of these rules, regulations, everything, poll watchers who were absolutely brutalized and thrown out. We had no poll watchers allowed in buildings for days. Okay. It was an illegal, corrupt election, as bad as a third world country. Okay. So with that, the judges just would not, they would not rule. We had... Well, well, can I one more beat on that? If you had bad judges, that's like 86 bad judges. Were they afraid? Were they, some of them were people you appointed. Um, no, that's true. I'm not saying I appointed them and I was very disappointed in them. I mean, there's so many, it's fascinating that, I mean, I said this, this is like listening to Nixon drunk rambling, except he's not drunk. He's just rambling and that he still is holding on to all these lies. Um, the idea that poll watchers were brutalized, but there was love, nothing but love, and the police just ushered in these loving people into the Capitol on the day of the attack is sickening. Uh, Anderson, um, you know, apparently you haven't been watching uh, videos of uh, what happened on January 6th. Uh, you calling uh, the president, referring to him as uh, being like Nixon, drunk and rambling, except that he's not drunk, uh, I think is way out of line, uh, especially for so someone that's supposed to be, quote unquote, a respected journalist. I think you're very, very far away from that. Um, I think everybody, most people have seen videos where the Capitol Police have been like, hey, come on here, let me remove the barrier and come on in. So how can you dispute that? How can you say it's a bunch of lies? And I agree with uh, former President Trump saying that every, every American citizen should be a very disappointed for the simple fact that our Supreme Court doesn't have the cojones to listen to any of these cases. 
it's and you know the the all you hear in the media is oh well you know they didn't have enough evidence the supreme court says no this no it's the supreme court that doesn't have the balls to want to listen to it because they're fearful of what the wacko left is going to do out in the streets of america that's the problem that's when it all boils down to it that is the real issue at hand and uh but anyways uh for anderson cooper i mean He's the biggest piece of, I mean, he's right, right up there next to Don Lemon as far as biggest pieces of trash in the media. Anyways, that's, uh, I, I, I appreciate you sharing that, Perp, but all it did was get me pissed off. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, to, to he, make that comment that he made with all that proof being out there, which is what reporters are supposed to strive for, is truth, facts. Facts. And right. he doesn't give a crap about any of that. Because it doesn't meet his narrative, and he can make a better story on his own. Well, it's a hell of a fake story. Uh, just kind of like uh, you know, that's why that's what CNN's there for, I guess. It's more it's it's more about entertainment than it is about getting facts and news right. Apparently, yeah. that's what it's all about these days. Uh, and and I again, I I go off of basically how all these news quote unquote news channels uh, they're not there to run report the news anymore all they are is to spin what happened uh what the you know what the facts are and spin the facts uh the days of you uh being informed of what exactly happened with no spin on it those days are over and uh i think that's that's another reason why uh society is the way it is um you know it it if there's a story a, a drunk driver uh kills three people well that's that's what's that's the news we don't have to sit here and say, oh, well, the, the guy uh, is this color and that color. And three, uh, three and a half years ago, he tweeted something totally racist. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the fact is someone killed three people in a car accident. That's it. That's the story. Fact. But no, uh, in order to get more ratings, get more advertisement, uh, to, to spike controversy, to divide America, we got to make sure we expand on it. We got to get people pissed. We got to get people against each other because that's sales. And you mentioned cancel culture. I saw something earlier where some big wig for the Olympics was terminated because they found somewhere he treated, I think it was a racist remark or something 20 some years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Really? Yeah. 20 some years ago. Oh my God. Well, I have, you know, uh, to, to kind of end things on a, a lighter note. And this is uh, basically going to be, I guess you could say, this is going to be tonight's public service announcement, okay? And uh, we're going to give you a story about a guy who burnt, who uh, decided to cook his steak in a toaster. True story here. True facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds hilarious, I bet. A Kiwi man who was, who was trying to cook a steak dinner in his toaster was unsuccessful. Whilst the steak was a cooking in the toaster, the man left the house to go and buy some hot chips. But upon returning to his home, he was disappointed to find out that he burned his fucking house down. Everything to ashes. You may be wondering why the unma- uh, unnamed man decided to cook s- some steak in the toaster. Well, where do you think you'd get a, uh, an idea like that, Pert? Try YouTube, because uh, the guy was uh, apparently watching videos on YouTube that uh, of people... Trying to cook their steak and a toaster. Well, you didn't give me time to answer. I was going to say, 
Oh, TikTok? Yeah, you would have uh, been able to. Uh, and, and here's uh, the example of that. Was it TikTok? Saw this video on the talks. This heathen decides to put steak in a toaster. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, Brilliant. I feel like. Um, whatever happened to the disclaimer of don't try this at home? Yes, we, 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 we and, and never leave a food cook in the oven unattended. Exactly. If, uh, you know, you have to be, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, uh, we'll make the disclaimer again. Don't be cooking your shit in a toaster, your steak in a toaster. And for sure, do not leave the toaster on when you leave the house. Anyway. Uh, he said he's going to cook his steak on the ironing board next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Is that that's so he can have a flat iron steak, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you get a flat iron steak. You get the, the ironing board out, you slap it on, and just go. Oh my God! The man was even more disappointed when he discovered that his insurance company was not going to give him his full payout. The man and his partner have since contacted IFSO, which is the Insurance and Financial Services Ombudsman, to a lodge a complaint and attempt to get. A further $200,000 payment. Uh, anyways, the reason that the insurance is only paying out 418000 and not a penny over is because the couple's insurance policy had changed from replacement cover to total sum insured. Uh, cooking, a, uh, cooking, a ste- cooking steak in a toaster is literally a d- recipe for disaster. To have them mm-hmm. and then to have left the house and leave the toaster unattended for the sake of hot chips must be a constant source of regret. Nevertheless, never leave your cook, leave cooking unattended, even if you think it'll just be a minute. And please, use your appliances for the purpose of, for which they are designated for. Toasters, well, are, toasters are for toast. I just wanted to remind everybody that. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember another rule, you know, one of my grandmother Pat's famous Patisms, um, that um, you never leave a clothes dryer running when you're not at home either because the combustible lint can catch on fire. Oh, I better tell us Big Sexy about that. <laughs> because um, b- because if, if my grandmother Pat was here, I think my grandmother Pat would probably be giving Big Sexy a, big, a lecture. You know, that's a no-no, Big Sexy. Oh, thank you, Perk. Let's get to spinning. Money, greedy, oh, yeah. printed. Never had a limit. Um, I think uh, I want to say hi before we uh, jet on out of here. Uh, Adventure Fantastic. What is going on, Adventure Fantastic? How's your fantastic day been? Um, just another regular s- slow day, I guess. I tried to say hi a second ago. I had my headphones plugged in, but I guess you guys didn't hear me. I did not hear um, you. But, I mean, you, you have to speak up, of course. But hello to you. Yeah, hi. Nice to, nice to well, hear you guys yeah. again. Well, it's nice to hear you as well. Uh, have, you, have you got over to DLive yet and uh, downloaded that app and uh, to catch us on the video screen? No. Oh, I sent you a DM message, Char. Um, you know, look, look for the dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious, and and you should um, l- look for you know you know downloading the app either for your Android or i i iPhone device with our Apple device. I meant, and and be sure to sign up for the account so you can participate in chat and then and donate lemons. Slightly, don't you start off with a few complimentary lemons too? Yes, you do start yes. off with complimentary lemons, and you also, I believe, you uh, as you're watching uh, the program, you also are accumulating lemons as well. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, on occasion, when I uh, when I feel uh, don't feel like well, when I do feel like uh, dropping some lemons, I dropped some yesterday. Uh, we'll drop lemons as well to uh, basically basically as our way of thanking you for putting up with us for an hour and a half each and every single day. Yeah. So, but no, it's, uh, it's um, stuff. and you get to watch, you know, we put, uh, we try to put uh, some video clips and stuff of, uh, you know, from YouTube and stuff like that. So you have the opportunity not just to listen to it, but you can also watch and uh, watch in and uh, see what's going on. That sounds good. Sorry. Yeah. I was late by the way. How has your first half of your show been? Well, the first half of the show, we talked really good. Uh, we talked uh, a couple. We talked to uh, Pert. We, we uh, well, yeah, we talked to Pert. We have Jeremy and Lady Me. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Jeremy uh, called uh, from Cummings' culture, and then uh, Lady Me, our resident nurse, she called in, and uh, we we spoke uh, about a half hour to forty minutes on COVID, and it was a very uh, very good conversation, actually. And then uh, we nice got to a couple different stories and stuff like that. We didn't get into a couple stories that you'll. Uh, Get to look forward to uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. go. The NFL is saying that NFL players uh, may be fined if they do not get vaccinated, and teams that uh, are unable to participate in their game will forfeit their games. We'll also uh, go over how House Democrats are blocking a bipartisan bill that's trying to declassify the origins of COVID 19. Mm-hmm. Another thing we'll go over is how 81% of Americans are concerned about the Chinese influence here in America. Uh, I thought that was quite interesting. And uh, New Jersey, 49 fully vaccinated residents have died from COVID-19. And uh, I guess the White House in this uh, new bill that they're trying to get uh, passed is going to be uh, forking out $3 billion for uh, Americans to get back to work. And uh, the CDC uh, advisory panel is saying that the benefits of Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine continues to outweigh the risk of neurological disorder. So I found that interesting, especially after hearing that they were thinking of putting the, the J&J vaccine to rest, but apparently not. So that and a lot more tomorrow night uh, you get to, uh, get to uh, come in and listen to and uh, express your opinions about. And uh, I read a couple... Uh, I, I like the, there was a comment in here. It says, Saturday Night Smoke says, I love the Slightly Serious Show because it includes both political groups, the right and the far right. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my cool. Lord. That is a good one. Slightly Serious, not that slightly for sure. Yeah, we, we try to mix it up. You know, we put a couple bits here and there. Nathan, come on. Unbelievable. Anywho, uh, it's good to see you, Nathan. I appreciate you uh, coming in and listening to our right and far right views, apparently. Uh, oh, you're joining us from China. From China. That's, uh, yeah. Anywho, I don't have uh, anything else uh, for you guys tonight. Um, Producer Eric, anything, uh, last words, final thoughts? Well, um, definitely look forward to tomorrow. And um, we're certainly looking forward to Monday, of course. And um, and definitely adding some more talking points up. Um, and and of course, Ray even peeked in for a minute. Um, and I'm sure this is some of what we discussed tonight. I'm sure he's Arch is going to be blowing up the the Facebook and the Instagram, you know, you know about you know what you know he heard in Jeremy's conversation and um, you know and um, and some of the other stories we presented tonight. And I'm sure we'll, we'll probably be you know touching on that one as well on on Monday, along with other talking points that that we are going to include. 
That we will. There's a lot, to, a lot of stuff that we didn't get to, but uh, tomorrow's a new day. Uh, hopefully, I'll feel starting to uh, start to feel better again soon. Very over just this feeling that it's up in my uh, throat area. It's just, just a pain. It's not really painful. It's just bothersome. It's just, ugh. Hurt. What do you got for us? Uh, any closing thoughts tonight? My closing thoughts has to deal with a comment by Saturday night. Okay. There's more left views on the slightly serious show than you'll ever find conservative views on CNN. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, and I also had to get, give him a R O F L A M O. That's rolling over from laughing my ass off. That it is. That's a very, very good comeback on that one. That's uh, perfect. We're happy to have you Saturday. That's right. And uh, you know what? For those, you're of always the- welcome to call in. For those of you that want to hear the left side of things on the show, you need to grow the cojones and pick up the phone and give us a call because we'd love to hear from you. Other than that, we'll go ahead and uh, call it a night. Maybe tomorrow morning when you have your breakfast, you can have uh, you know some steak and eggs. Don't use an iron to cook your steak, though, folks. That is not going to end up in a good way. See you back here tomorrow night. Be live. Podbean, Twitch, and all the other good stuff. See live. Facebook. Make sure you check us out on the, the Twitter of the Twitter and also dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. And yeah. if you have any thoughts, emails, you're pissed off at what something I said or I might have offended you, email me slightly yeah. show at gmail.com. Other than that, oh. God bless and God bless America, folks. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. 